0: Welcome to episode three. Yay! Hi everyone. We are doing it. Are we clapping? You've mocked me for my clapping. Ready, set, go. (laughs) Episode three! Episode three. We're we're finally here. Right? No? Wait, we clap. Yeah. We don't need to clap at the same time. Um Thank you for coming. Thank you for participating in this process with us. We're very excited. I don't know why I'm like. Don't. I have no
1: idea. It's so very. It proper. feels weird this
0: time. All right. Okay. Well, because I think maybe our topic is not necessarily as it's not as hilarious as it's our last. Cloudy topic. outside. It's, it's raining. raining. But a here's little the bit. thing with our new like because we're trying new setups. Yeah. Our new, hey. so
1: every week we're trying new setups. Also, you guys, if you're listening to us on our main podcast, don't forget that we're we've gone video now.
0: Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. you can
1: check us out on YouTube with our ever changing backgrounds. Right. Until we figure out what we want. But right now we are like facing a window. Mm-hmm. There's a lovely garage outside. Right.
0: But there's green. also some greenery. There's some clouds. It's nice. It's pretty. We're having a hard
1: topic today that we, you know, I guess we don't even really want to embark on, or maybe we really do. do. But it's, you I'm do.
0: self-conscious about making it fun. Because you guys are going to talk about, like, mental health and our mental health and how we access, um, like, care. Mm-hmm. Because I always explain mental health, it's a moving target. There are some times when you need a lot more help, and there are some times when it's, like, easy peasy, not a problem. And I think it's also important for us to talk about mental health within, like, my personal journey of, like, body positivity very much started with therapy, like, recognizing, That how I was talking to myself and how I was relating in my own brain was actually kind of more hurtful than it was helpful in um, just in a lot of ways. And so I, I have seen multiple therapists for many years basically since I graduated high school and they have all had their own like benefits and awesome things. So not only because I am a therapist, I always feel like a weird used car salesman being like, everybody should be in therapy. I love therapy. Everybody should be in therapy therapy, though at some point. It is
1: definitely, so people who have a stigma about it, you are happy to go get a massage. Mm -hmm. You're happy to go take a shower. You're You're happy to go change the oil in your car. Change the oil in your car. You're happy to do everything else, but you're not going to like work on your inside brain. Yeah. It doesn't make sense. It is literally a spa for your soul and your brain. It is.
0: Not a spa. Sometimes it's it's sometimes, more painful than ooh, that. Spas are painful. That's Have you true. been to yes. a with that
1: salt scrub? <laughs> <laughs> or any, like a yeah. really good
0: massage? There's some painful there's moments. Yeah, there's some. When yeah, you've got to get through sense. some stuff,
1: there's painful moments. But in my mind, it is just as important as taking care of the outer body. If you're going to put makeup on, you're going to put all this other stuff on, taking care of your insides is just as important as taking care of your outside so this stigma that people have with therapy and being korean there was a lot of stigma growing up my my father is a therapist Mm -hmm. and my um the korean hair we weren't allowed to talk about getting therapy or Mm -hmm. needing it so anytime that i felt like i needed to talk to like even Mm -hmm. a school counselor i was a shush we didn't talk about it you don't talk about what do you need so it was always about my grades like i was like oh i just want to talk about my grades And that way I wasn't in I
0: mean, that's a good, that's a good.
1: But I thought that even at a young age. You got to have, you got to find someone to talk to that's about you once a week and no one else and is taking care of you. And honestly, you need that. Everyone needs you. So yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and so it's a, it's important that we build insight. It's important that we ask for help. And because we can often like exist in a very externalized, I have to go to work. I have to take care of my family. I have to like do these externalized things. And we don't think about how we're operating in our own situation. So we often can get focused on all the external things. We have to like go to work or go to school. We have to take care of the people around us. We have to like do the things that society demands that we have to like exist in the world. And that often takes um, precedence over our own like important like the needs what's going on in our brain. And many people do and can exist in a lot of like mental pain and dysregulation and struggle for a long time without looking at it or even recognizing it um and so for me I think of therapy it's very much like a spa but I was like it's like how you maintain your car you gotta like put oil in it you gotta you gotta put gas in it regularly. You gotta switch out and rotate the tires. Like it's very much a maintenance thing, so you can continue to exist. And you also gotta find the right mechanic.
1: You do. You find the right mechanic, your right location. I mean, it it takes a while till you find that place you wanna, yeah.
0: like, yeah, or that so you feel comfortable. Because ultimately, you do have to feel comfortable. And so there are a lot of things. I don't know if we want to talk about our own experiences with therapy first, um... and then talk about the way. Well, and again, we're not gonna get like personal because that's like our business, not your business. But it was extremely. <laughs> it, it's again in my like journey of like body positivity and like accepting myself and being like a happy person. I realized that when I was little, and a lot of the reasons that I was so distressed and trying to like invis like be invisible and hide who I was and change who I was because I didn't think it was possible. For me to look how I looked and also be like a happy successful person. All of the happy successful people looked very different from me. They were thinner than me. They had different hair than me. They had a different name than me. They had a different like everything was so separate and so I was working under this assumption that to be happy to have a happy relationship to have a career that was fulfilling and made me happy I had to change myself at a very important core level um, and that caused a lot of stress because guess what I like and I'll again share my own I was doing a lot of disordered eating. I was doing a lot of, frankly, disordered, like, exercising, very extreme, either, like, none at all or, like, really hardcore every day, and it was not a fun or pleasurable thing. I was punishing my body in order to get it to fit in a certain way. And that was not cute. Um, And so I I initially started to go to therapy Mm -hmm. to fix my issues around. I was like, well, I need to eat differently, and I need to exercise more, but I need to not hate it as much. Help me do these things that will change me, in an easier way, like lubricate that, help make it easier for me. Um, and then I started to realize that, hey, things weren't changing. They weren't changing quickly, they weren't changing effectively and in the way that I wanted. And so then this idea of starting to be happy where I was like, I was still gonna try to change, I was still gonna try to do different, different things. But in the meantime, I was looking for some like peace because I wasn't getting a lot of peace where I was. It was constantly comparing myself to everyone else. And so it was miserable. And so that's that's sort of a little bit of my therapy journey in the, like, in how it relates to my self-esteem and my body image. It's, it's,
1: yeah. I don't, I don't, like, that's a, no, that's a lot. Yeah. And I that's don't, so you lot. don't
0: need to share, um, but I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about maybe just what therapy means to you.
1: Oh, so for me, mine was a lot about, um, I realized that i was in circumstances that were a lot of times beyond my control for you know like car i was in some car accidents and you know when you're going through any sort of personal injury or you're going through any sort of physical pain you realize that the people around you can't really understand or relate to you and if again i've talked a lot about being a strong human being or being one of those strong people who've gone through a lot a lot of times your friends don't seem they don't know how to support you especially if you're younger they're still learning who they are and that and that sort of dynamic and you feel alone a lot of times and that can lead to other symptoms depression and that sort of thing and um I realized that even like my family members were struggling with talking to me and so I went to actually a lawyer I went to a lawyer about my um What I was going through, and he was like, we need to put you on antidepressants immediately. And I was so, a lawyer was telling me this. I was like, huh? And I was very young at the time. I was, you know, early 20s. And I was irritated that that was his thing. He was like, you're going to feel so much better once you're on him. Don't worry about it. But that sort of triggered an idea like, you know what, I do need someone to talk to. My father is a therapist. He's not my therapist, but he's a therapist. You know, he talks a lot about his, you know, what, you know, he goes through as a therapist and I went, you know what, I need to go start searching. And so what I did is I started searching for, you know, my solutions that I could within, you know, my limitations. And this is kind of what we're, I think what we're talking yeah.
0: about today mm-hmm. is this
1: idea that w- during our medical journeys, I, I grew up, you know, going up in the Midwest, we didn't have the medical care that we needed. We didn't have the other things that we might need to access that freely and it was very expensive you mm-hmm. know to- so
0: y'all yeah. and so we're speaking as people in the US in our very very broken medical system our medical system is basically mm-hmm. for profit and so guess what like ultimately these businesses of the ins- insurance companies only flourish when we are not mm-hmm. um when we're not having them pay for our medical care so uh, there's like two parts that i want to get across a like destigmat Removing some of the stigma of even having a therapist going to somebody for help, asking for help, and talking about these feelings. I want, like, I do it. I'm going to, like, encourage you all the time, talk about it all the time. Fuck stigma. Like, everybody needs help sometimes. Mental health care is mm-hmm. really important. But also talking about the idea of if you are in a situation, and I don't know how this works in other places in the world, other places have more universal health care, but there's still a process. I, don't know how to do that but in the U.S. there are a couple ways depending on where you are you can get access to care if let's say your insurance sucks or you're on like if you're on more of the kind of um like public assistance types insurance where they're not making access to anything very easy there are other ways that you can get help and so we want to talk about that yeah um I'm not trying, I'm like trying to not get into my social worker, like, uh, well, I mean, that is definitely part, so here, like, I don't think hiding any
1: parts of who you are or any of those things are very important, like, here, I think it's okay to just, mm -hmm. like, speak Mm -hmm. how you feel, but the truth is, I mean, I mean, if social work comes up, obviously, say something,
0: (laughs) but I am trying not to literally give, like, uh, be so prescriptive, well, okay, so, in the okay, so
1: I guess I'll 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 pull us back a little bit in the efforts of like body positivity and the things that you're moving. Part of being body positive, okay. part of understanding who you are, is really making a peace with who you are, and also making a peace with who you want mm-hmm. to be, like mm-hmm. who you want to become, who you want to like. I don't know how do I say
0: that like. It's, it's sort of like, well, under, it's getting insight. If, if yeah. I am unhappy with who I am right now, what's making me unhappy, right? right. And, okay. and yeah. how am I making that change? I can do it in like a, a really aggressive, painful way, mm-hmm. or I can do it in a way that is like lovely and healing and gorgeous. Exactly. And so for me, there's, you know,
1: it was, how do I say this? Um. No, I don't know. For body positivity, you need a place to sort of explore. Yeah. Explore what's causing sort of your discomfort, whether it is outside sources. I mean, you've talked a little bit about how you've, you're you in a situation now with younger kids who talk a little bit about like social media mm-hmm. being a thing that sort of dictates the way it did in the 90s with, and 80s with magazines and mm-hmm. in the 50s with newspapers and, TV, and media and, and all these family things. family members. So this yeah. is not something that we have, you know, this is not something that we've approached for this long that is new. Like this is this is not new information that came out weird, but that's all right. That's <laughs> fine. No, it's something that we it is, isn't brand new mm-hmm. to our information. Wow, I'm really struggling,
0: friend. I am struggling. let take like a deep cleansing this is breath. Like our, like, <sighs> Sorry everyone. I A so I'll this is a hard want to subject. This, I wanna do this right. I don't wanna to be too preachy and I want to feel connected like part of that being preachy is like a distance. If I'm telling you what to do, that means I'm not like yeah sharing with my own.
1: So okay, okay. So in the efforts to be okay, this is what we're talking about. So in the efforts to be body positivity, body positive, you sort of need to make peace with who you are right. and where you want to go and what's going on sort of inside of you. Right. So that if there are changes that you want to make, they're definitely your decisions. Mm-hmm. They're your within your control to decide who it is and what you might want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's really important here. To just that's why we're, we're using this as sort of like a mental health. But the other thing that we've realized and something that I went through, and I don't know if you went through this, friend, mm-hmm. is I went through this idea that I couldn't even afford it.
0: Mm, mm-hmm. I
1: was in a I was in a situation where like insurances didn't even cover mm-hmm. therapy or that sort of mental health. Or if you did and you saw someone, you may not have vibed with them mm-hmm. and you have to find someone new. I was just, I was in a lot of restless situations where while I was on this journey, it was like I would go and then be hiccupped and then go and then hiccupped And I just couldn't make sort of that, you know, that flow okay, into yeah. a self-acceptance. And so it wasn't even... I mean, I did have an eating disorder and it sucked. I was bulimic. I was, you know, I was throwing up all the time. It was, you know, people were calling me on it and I was like, no, 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 I'm just not feeling well. And it wasn't even about weight loss. It was this idea that I didn't even understand. I didn't have any control over my body. I was like, Mm -hmm. I told you, personal injury Mm -hmm. means that you're in pain all the time. The doctors are constantly poking and they're prodding at you and they're, and you're, and you just, you're so sick of not even like having control over... The, I think it was the, the final moment for me was when it came with an orthogram. I was supposed to have an MRI and they didn't. I didn't do any research on what an orthogram was and it's a really painful M- MRI. It's where they like... But literally what happened is I was very young and they physically just sort of exposed my, like, my lower region, if you will, and they inserted a needle right in between uh, full of ink or contrast so that they could then you know take so the, the, the pictures show up differently yes, they're trying they to get a up picture of because they want to see what's going system. on in my hip joint but it was so like to have like eight doctors just sitting around staring at your vag and like not even knowing an intern being there and not even knowing what's going and to have the procedure be so painful as well felt so violating that at that moment i needed something completely different
0: so what you're talking about is, like, legitimate medical trauma. Yeah. So, like, the process of any – And, I, I'm and sorry, so, no, it's fine. It's fine. Not, it's
1: it's fine. So, so going back to this, there's an idea of body acceptance. There's an idea of body positivity. There's an idea of who you are. But when you have sort of lost your identity and the idea of any control over what's happening to you, you have to go somewhere. You have mm-hmm. to talk about it. And that's where when I couldn't get or access the help I needed – it was just about having control. So yeah. mine wasn't even about this idea of weight loss. It was well the one thing i can control is what food gets to stay in and what food gets to leave. Right. Like i could have that amount of control and mm. i needed it so desperately um that when i was able to finally find a therapist and it was i was lucky enough that my father had some contacts still left in the midwest where he contacted someone. This woman worked at a church as a charity. And she would, for like, I think it was like $10 a session, Mm -hmm. she could see you. Mm -hmm. And I would go in for 45 minutes once a week. And we had a session once a week. And through that, I was able to actually just stop the, you know, stop the throwing up and this sort of eating disorder that I had. But that started this sort of journey where I realized this is important. This is so important for me to have a place that is about what I'm going through, not about what other people say I need to be doing, not about other people poking and prodding, just a place that I could just sort of off-put what I needed to speak of. Now, see, I'm lucky because in the new, like with insurance and various other things, they have to sort of symptomize you mm-hmm. and they have to say, okay, it takes eight weeks to get over anxiety, mm-hmm. so we will see you for eight weeks, mm-hmm. but then we will do a review in eight weeks to see where we are with the anxiety and whether we can extend this through your insurance. Right. And I know I spoke with this sarcasm, but anyone who is suffering from anxiety knows that this is not something that just goes away. Right. This isn't something that comes and goes. I didn't expect to talk so much on this one. That's good. It's so crazy. Uh- but I don't know. I, I, I want to talk a little bit... About, so when you're going on any sort of self journey, it's, it's far beyond body positivity. You have to sort of get to know yourself. You have to be at peace with yourself. And it's taking Guru and I, what, this is almost five years well, for us to even be okay with being on camera. Minute.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Like, I so would we t- never <clears throat> have done any of this a year ago. Yeah. Certainly two, five years ago. Absolutely Hell not. Hell no. And
1: we had talked about this. This is not like, so we're, we're on video, but what you guys do don't know is that it took us a long time to even get to the point where we were okay with this. I mean, we have been talking about this. We had lots of people come to us and say, we'll totally shoot you. We'd love to do something. You guys are definitely dynamic. You have something going on and we couldn't, we couldn't within ourselves, bring it to the point where we were positive and assured enough. It's a constant journey, constant upkeep, just like keeping up your car. Just like you can't just wash your car one time and vacuum it one time and expect it to stay cool sure. and clean.
0: It's maintenance. It's
1: maintenance, mm-hmm. and so this is where this is why we want to talk about this: the hangups, what to do, so yeah. solutions. A big part of what yeah. we're gonna do, I think, are solutions. If you are in a situation where you need it, you're caught up in the medical system. You're caught up in a. And listen, we've both her and I have. Guru and I have both been in those situations where differently yeah you're like your access is
0: limited because of finances because Uh you're in a new place without family like things change all the time and so are we like I'm I'm ready to like list
1: yeah no go for it he's like oh no i'm yeah, absolutely ready I to don't. move past this like weird emotion <laughs> that washed over me like and memories that have come up i'm like oh ah. uh, it's a big deal thank you for sharing it's genuinely a, no it is i understand what i'm lot. trying to say to you know our audience because we do have a lot of girls who are coming from different circumstances and women who are coming from and we even have like dudes that are coming from different circumstances we've been through some stuff we've you know and and we're just here to talk about it and relate yeah and so when you tell me like when I have girls who come to me and they have eating disorders and they're listening and I'm sitting going I I know I hear you I hear you about all of it like when you tell me that you've your your body hurts so much that you don't even know how to move and you can't even think about what's next I hear you I'm absolutely here I've gone through it I've had to like I've had to go against what medical professionals have advised in order to sort of self heal and to
0: take care of yourself and to take care mm-hmm. of
1: what I needed and so like we talked um on episode 1 about leaving the doctor's office yeah, if it if it doesn't advocating yeah. self mm-hmm. that's great self advocacy mm-hmm you have it's hard it's it takes some strength to do this is not easy well
0: and the cruel irony is that when you are most desperately in need of support Mm -hmm. that is when it's hardest to advocate for yourself like if you are injured if you have recently gone through any sort of trauma that is when you are at your most vulnerable that is when it's the hardest for you to make those statements and say no and be insistent and like be that squeaky wheel because in the system that we have now squeaky wheel gets the oil you it gotta does. like work your complaints up that ladder and get it who and you, you gotta, need to gotta get be at. willing
1: to tick people right. off and get in the way and elbow your way up there right. and i did and demand it and, and that's it's so w- and difficult. it but it also you have to realize once you get there you now need to deal with the fact that you had to be a squeaky wheel and there's a whole anger level now that you've sort of created mm-hmm. that you've never done before like you're like you may have just been sad when you started this. Now you're at level you're of anger. Pissed. Now you're pissed because <laughs> it's been so just hard to get yeah. the help. Just to get an answer, you had to actually go out there and make someone listen to you yeah. in a way that you shouldn't have had to do. This is why the system is broken. Like even now, if you have really good insurance, getting a good referral sure. is it can a be problem. A you know, um, it's it's you. And the thing is, is I count my even though I'm in that
0: situation. Mm-hmm. I still count myself very lucky mm-hmm. that I have access to it mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. So there are a couple things. If you go through, like, something like Tresla did and you have had some sort of recent, like, trauma, any, like, ER or specialized, like, clinic, not all, not every, like, community clinic will have a social worker, but every ER will have a social worker. Um, any, like, if you happen to be in the situation where you need to be in a dialysis clinic or a place like Planned Parenthood, all of these places generally have access to some social worker and literally a social worker's entire job is to look at the kind of the system that you're in, ac- help you access resources, like ask for those questions. If you happen to find yourself um, in an ER and need help with something, a- like as you're waiting in the in the system and getting checked in, like ask if there's a social worker you can speak to. Maybe it's not in that moment, but later. So that's like in the more like crisis situation to be able to reach out and access what is there is hard, but and you got
1: to do it. So speaking as someone who's done that, mm-hmm. you can also they can they can do everything that they can do, but realize that they're part of they they have to also help you and advocate you in a broken system as well. Mm-hmm. So you can also get denied. Sure, and that's happened to me. Right, <laughs> I'm so sorry. No, 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 no. Well, this, this is, is about solutions. So there, that's why we're coming up with several. Uh, you know, like they're not the greatest solutions in the world. But they are something more than you have right now, mm-hmm. and that's good. Um, so, as someone who experienced that sort of denial, and and I again, this, since this is about relatable content, since this is about what you're going through, I guess we're just gonna. So, uh, so yeah, as someone who's had that denied, yeah. I, I get it. It's heart wrenching. Don't stop. Mm-hmm. Don't stop. Keep yeah. pushing.
0: You guys, you're worth it. You're <laughs> worth. You're worth it. I believe in you and your ability to do it. it. It's
1: absolutely true.
0: Be annoying. (laughs) Like, be a pain in the ass. Don't be afraid to be in the pain in the ass. You're allowed to. You need it. Another option is that if you happen to live anywhere near a university, especially a larger university that has, like, any sort of counseling programs, part of being a social worker, a therapist, any sort of, like, mental health professional, you have to get practice hours. And so, like, in a giant city like Los Angeles, there are uh, Mm -hmm. lots of different clinics that are staffed by – clinicians who are either currently working on their degree or have already finished their degree and are in the process of gathering hours so those clinics are often available to you at a lower cost you can google sliding lower sliding scale Mm -hmm. clinics um, in your area and you can find those mental health clinics i'm trying to think if there are other things that to google but if you look at any university like ucla like um, mental health we there are a couple different Um, avenues at which both community members and also like people on campus if you're a college student you guys every single university has some sort of mental health clinic office if like a community college will have some sort of information but certainly a university or a big college will have a counseling office go to that shit it is included in your tuition you've already paid for it use it 100 percent. So do that, but if yeah. you're also not actively in university, you can still sometimes access not that office, but other clinics have... As- and those things have saved me. Yes. Okay, so she's she's going on. I'm. It's so interesting. You're offering the
1: solutions to these things, mm-hmm. and I've actually experienced the journey. This is the first time... Me too, time by the way. It's interesting how, like, we've actually never really spoken about this. So this is our first time sort of... Like, whew, OK, we've spoken about the mental health being broken, but not about what we've done to sort of yeah. navigate it. And mm-hmm. so this is just our navigation. So one of the things I want to say is, OK, the sliding scale thing or the low income or the the interns who are needing to practice hours. And I know in law, like in California, it's what, 3000 hours practice hours to so be that's able for to get MFTs. your MFTs.
0: LCSWs have a different one. PCCs, which are professional counseling, some things. Yeah. Um, they'll have, they're all different. They all have
1: different one of them. We have LPCs as mm-hmm. well. So they they all have different things, you know, um, and you can look those up on your own in a search engine if you want. But the big thing that you want to look at right now is those sliding scales really help me out. Like I said, I found the lady, she's, she was actually seasoned. She was retired. She just sort of wanted to do this as a part-time once a week help people a career out. Change. Yeah, and she was just working at a church as a volunteer and it was really mm-hmm. lovely for me. She was an older lady and, you know, and it ended up being pr- I mean, it was, here's the thing, when you're making and I get it, when you're making no money, mm-hmm. any money is too much yeah. money. But realize this, this is this is to prevent if you knew that your car could keep going, you know, and you put you put gas in your car. You find a way to find that five to ten to thirty dollars to put gas in your car to keep it running and to keep it going. This is your essentially gas, mm-hmm. if you will, to yeah. keep your vehicle going mm-hmm. so that maybe you can upgrade sooner. Mm-hmm. You're gonna otherwise you're just gonna be stagnant. You're not gonna be able to move, you're not gonna be able to go anywhere. So you have to find a way to sort of keep it going and keep it moving. So, yes, the sliding scales can be overwhelming. Um, they do have them. I know I know they have several in Los Angeles. One is in Burbank. Mm-hmm. Um, and they do sledding scales, but they also do like intern. Interns, or not interns, what do you call them, practice?
0: Well, so they're interns. Yeah,
1: MFTIs, LPCIs. Yes, yeah, so right. they're interns. Yeah. So they, they are interns who are trying to get their practice hours. Okay,
0: so sometimes we have this belief that like you get what you pay for. Yeah.
1: So the interns are, the, these MFTIs, the LPCIs, these interns, they're definitely getting their hours And they need practice as well. And so please be a little bit patient with them because here's the other thing about therapy that you need to understand. There is an intake, okay? And a lot of people don't realize that there's an intake and it took me a few times to realize what that was as I changed different therapists until I found one that I really enjoyed for a while. One of the things is the first time you go in, you might be at a level 25, and like off the charge like you need you need a lot of help right now yeah. and they don't and you've already gone over the problem I've already been on the problems on the phone right, right. and whatever I've told it is. seven people you told issue. seven people what is going on here's the thing they need to now sit down they need to do a it's like a policy they are in they are like supervisors essentially going over what you need and making sure that you get a therapist that they believe is going to match you.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: Or or that they understand what the, the problem is if it's insurance. There's and to a prioritize. Unfortunately, with the system that we have, mm-hmm. unless you're just paying out of pocket, mm-hmm. you are now in a situation where you have to sort of that first time, yes, you are paying for the intake, but this is their way of making sure. So you're going to be repeating your story the first on the phone to find mm-hmm. your help, because that's probably if you're at that level, you're probably doing that. When you're with the person in the room for the first Mm -hmm. time, who will probably not be your person throughout, Mm -hmm. and then a second time when you're finally with and when you meet your person. And if it's an intern, like, realize that they are an intern, that they're learning too, that they're going through stuff. The other thing that happens with interns sometimes is that it shifts. Like, you'll have one intern will be like, you know what? This is not the career path for me, or I can't do this anymore, and they sort of drop out. <laughs> and well, they they
0: change. They they like finish their time at a site, whatever. Mm-hmm. So there are a couple things with that. We we think about sometimes you kind of get what you pay for, and so the idea of worrying that you're not going to get as good a care it, working with somebody that's brand new. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to deny that there's some reality to that like people are brand new. They don't they don't have all the like the season and the information. Like you're you might run into somebody that just straight up doesn't know what they're doing. But another thing. And you can always, like, you can request to change that. You can, like, work through it and whatever and be clear. However, there is something called goodness of fit between, like, therapists and clients that no matter how much... um, like knowledge the person has no matter how many years they've been practicing no matter what like all the fancy letters behind their name and whatever certifications they have if you don't have a level of like no comfort vibe, and connection no vibe. then nothing else is going to work and so you can have somebody that's like brand new out of grad school that you feel connected with mm-hmm. and gets you and feels that that is going to be so like healing and awesome and so understand that you have to juggle multiple things be aware of who you're getting Don't be afraid to be a little bit of a squeaky wheel. Mm -hmm. But if you connect, a lot of that other stuff will get figured out. Anybody in a clinic like we're talking about is going to be supervised by a licensed professional. They're here to learn. They're here to make sure you're getting good care. Like, uh, Recognize that the people that are doing this really want to help. Another option is now there are all these like apps and stuff. The one that I'm thinking of, and there are multiple, is called Talkspace. And it's like you pay by month but you can access a therapist via like uh, like an like a video chat app you can call them on the phone or you can text them yeah. and talkspace itself does sometimes do like um, sliding like they'll Reduce, they have. I don't want to call it a scholarship because it's not for school, but they can sometimes, if you really can't afford the services, they will ratchet down because I feel like it's like 50 or 60 bucks a month. Which is not, it's so inexpensive if you have any sort of copay to like, if you see a weekly therapist and your copay is even like $20, which is frankly pretty low, yeah, that's $60 is still less then. Mm -hmm. So that's another option. Um, And also in many places, and they might have international, but there are all sorts of, like, if you're in an emergency situation, you're, you know, we're aware of the suicide hotlines. There's the RAIN, which is the sexual assault hotline. They are also... Okay, we're
1: breezing through so fast. Well, but remember, if people are listening,
0: it's because they want to take notes. (laughs) I'm I'm talking I'm like for if you don't know where to start if you are from a tiny rural town and you don't have a university near you mm-hmm. you don't know how to access a social worker in your area yeah, your the
1: therapist is your dad's best friend like yeah, it's there it, it's tiny towns yeah
0: so that's when you can call these like national hotlines and local hotlines they often have collected resources for this very reason so like um, in California we have the Department of Mental Health um, almost any state in the U.S. is going to have a department of mental health and you can call um there's like 311 and 411 numbers like sometimes it's so intimidating and scary and you're feeling really terrible and you're feeling really scared making that first choice of like how do I even start I don't even know where to go google it 411 311 if you know if you've been through some recent mm-hmm. terrible situation utilizing a hotline I want us to feel less um, self-conscious, and even if you're, it's not that I got into a crazy, devastating car accident. It's that I've suddenly stumbled into some depression. I've had a hard time getting out of bed for three weeks, and mm-hmm. I don't want to talk to my, my friends. My classes are get overwhelming. To, right?
1: You know, my my grandmother's passed away. My yeah. best, my dog is. Dying. Yeah, there are all kinds of reasons. No you have. you the small. weather has changed too quickly, and you're it's sad. I mean, you don't. There's. You don't said know what seasonal a- affective disorder. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: have sads.
1: <laughs> I genuinely, I do. <laughs> I was like, it's a thing. Yeah. Having having dated someone for a long time who had that, it is. It is an intense. It is intense for every yeah. person around you. So realize. You know, you may, you know, you're like, I don't need to talk about my problems. You, everyone does a little bit. You Mm -hmm. deserve to be, first of all, so we talk about in-body positivity, because I want to take it, make sure that we're grounding it here. In-body positivity, one of the things is, first of all, recognizing where you are, but the other one is also... Recognizing and acknowledging that you take up space, mm. that you have worth, that the space you take up matters, mm-hmm. and it also affects the people around you, mm-hmm. who you are, and sort of like what energy you're putting out into that world, you are, if you're struggling with your own confidence, if you're struggling with your sort of your own issues, and you don't find out why, it doesn't matter how many... Instagram models you follow or how many times you post or what you're posting at the end of the day, the the person inside, the person inside that skin that you are wearing is not showing up and you need to... and, And being present in your own life is the best gift you can give to any sort of body positive or loving movement to really make any sort of change or the things that you want to change it begins very very much inside that's why therapy is one of those things that we um it's it's not even therapy it's just it's various ranges of Mm self-care that we're looking at you have to take care of yourself you have to maintain all parts of you Mm -hmm. and in this access is why this is one of the reasons why we're talking about it is, yeah. is having this access so they've made it to the point where so I I, I I believe these apps came through when they realized that it wasn't a thing that needed to happen I'm going to choose to believe the best because I really need to put on like my rose colored glasses right now and pretend I'm going to believe that they wanted to go out there and they were like listen everyone is not deserving of mental care Everyone needs this. How can we make this the most accessible so that someone has something? But the thing that you I really want to point out, your therapist is not your friend. Okay. And that is a hard one.
0: Can I talk about that separately? To... <laughs> well, I yeah. think it's a part not of Not separately what you... I'm saying. I'm yeah. like, I just I had a whole thing. Because <laughs> it's really hard. It's a really hard
1: realization when this person that you okay, they're consistent in your life you see them like you see them weekly you spend uh time with them you like you're, like you're, you're spending in front of them. vulnerable you're very like they're a part of now your sort of self-care journey it is hard to not get attached it is hard to not see them as your friend this is not someone that you're going to call later and be like this requires for you to also do work the other 7 days a week plus the hours of the day that you're not there this is Journeys start by movement. You also have to kind of move with the journey. So this you what you input and output, right? Yeah. So your therapist is not your friend. Your therapist, if your therapist is your friend, expect them to act like your friends. Okay. Your therapist is a medical professional.
0: I was <laughs> thinking like out of my corner. Your
1: therapist is not your friend. Your therapist is someone you go to to help you on your journey of your self discovery to find out where you are and where you wanna be and why you're there. Okay, and this means that you talk. You're putting in the effort. You're putting in the work. If they give you homework, there's a reason for it. Also realize this is your hour. You can resist the homework. It's wherever you need it to be. It's very much personal. If they keep pushing
0: for it, it's probably because this uh, your friend will push but not like a therapist. Okay. So the whole reason (laughs) that we pay for therapy is because in a friendship, you're going to have good days and bad Mm -hmm. days. If I come to a friend and I'm like, I'm having a really terrible day. And then my friend goes, Oh my God, me too. Let's talk about it. That means like I get, you're sharing that emotional real Mm -hmm. estate in a friendship, right? There's the give, there's the back and forth. You are paying a therapist So that they are taking away all of their baggage out of that emotional real estate. It's about you. That space is entirely for you, girl. And that is amazing.
1: Which brings me to my next point vibing with your therapist okay i know you wanted so to get a, much more you did know it's true but so that's you, what
0: that did that's why we're like oh my god i don't need to pay for a therapist bullshit like head okay, shrinks well, whatever yeah. well, okay, no so, you're paying for that space in the
1: relationship well on top of that so as as my friend one of my best friends here is a therapist i can't tell you how many times that people find out that she is a therapist and they say oh my god could you be my therapist and they ask her and her answer tell me your answer because her answer is genius
0: go ahead tell them this
1: answer so, it's so when people
0: good. are like oh my god are you gonna whatever are you gonna like head shrink me no I got into being a therapist because people fascinate me I love hearing about your stories I want to learn about you I want to do all that tell me everything the difference being when I'm a therapist I have to like maintain healthy boundaries and be mm-hmm. like appropriate if I'm just like as a I don't want to say civilian but as like a regular person I get to have all sorts of judgments. I get to so apply all own the knowledge. Shit. I get to be sassy. I get to do mm-hmm. whatever. I don't have to worry so much about that. I get to be a regular person. So, yes, I am interested in everything you have to tell me. Um, but also recognize that you're getting, like, the so, unfiltered whatever I want. I'm not, like, a professional. This is a her answer literally
1: is two sentences. Oh. <laughs> you always go, you go, no, I'm not <laughs> interested in being your therapist. But you know what I am? I am interested in being your friend where okay. I can have all these opinions and everything but also, you get all the application I'm and all good, the yeah, knowledge as a part a of it. So she presents sure. it in this way of like aren't you lucky? Ah!
0: It's not I'm and and so she fun. I don't
1: even think she's ever seen herself do it. It's amazing. I, I she says it every single time, mm-hmm. but it's very much like not only do you get to be my friend, but you also get the benefit of all and the knowledge now, and and all for the free. Sp- you also it, get And <laughs> you should see people's responses are both like both like surprised and excited. It's really the way she has and this is the difference between, like, I've seen other therapists who kind of haven't gone into therapy themselves and haven't done their own self care. And when they answer this question, it's like they shrink and, like, want to run.
0: Yeah. You know? Where it's like, oh, don't, I don't want to be, I'm not a therapist. For, yeah. People talk
1: like on cruise ships. And that's not a judgment against them. It's wherever they are in their journey. Again, that's how you but keep it. Her up. answer has been on I'm going to tell you every time she said it it has been a thousand percent welcome people are on board and they're just like yes and they love it and they still talk to her and they but they open up more because of that like quick true sincere honesty that has been amazing so
0: your therapist is not your friend but you can't have friends that are a therapist yeah (laughs) and hopefully if we've done our work we're emotionally available and we're clear and we're good at talking about our feelings when you're working (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and we've had enough. Sometimes we reach our capacity. Also,
1: yeah, so friends of therapists, be nice to your friends who are therapists. They have been listening <laughs> to people's problems. Please be gentle. For like, I mean, they're working on other people's problems 40 hours a week, minimum. Minimum, mm-hmm. you know, they're, if they're not self practice, And they could be. Those mm-hmm. could be even more intense. I don't know. But if they're like at a place, like an institution where they're going 40 hours a week to work, they're working on actively 40 hours a week for you know, years at a time on other people's problems, they also need a place that is safe and like I
0: have my own therapist. I will never not tell, like, any other mental health... And, like, the helping professions, mm-hmm. nursing, social work, therapy, doctors, uh, teachers, where you're <laughs> constantly giving of yourself to help other people for i tell everybody to have a therapist i'm gonna scream it in your face until you listen to me (laughs) it's so important because if you're not taking care of yourself if you're in any sort of and also okay moms hello parents siblings that are helping to one hour a week that's all about you you need it we all need it and but it also makes you more available Mm -hmm. it makes you like a better person i therapy makes you a better person it does open up some stuff
1: um so it does i mean it opens up some stuff so i would i would not only that hour a week i would also plan for a long drive home the long way so that you can think and turn off your phone don't Mm -hmm. start answering emails right away or making plans you you're gonna need an hour to adjust back to real life because it's important when you've been saturated and recognize what's going on in yours it can be the integration is also just as important
0: Mm -hmm yeah yeah if you go and like get all these good little nuggets and then you like keep them in your pocket and then go back to your usual stuff like you have to put it into practice feel free to try it out like I always I love to teach people about um I statements oh it's the most basic um I feel blank when you blank next mm-hmm. time blank and to say that Tresla I feel frustrated when you borrow my clothes next time can you please ask first That's not a real thing, but I was like, I have to do something that's not emotionally charged for us. So, but that was like a weird, very false, crazy sentence that I just uttered. Uh And so if you're new to therapy and your therapist is telling you like, use I statements, use feeling words, (laughs) Okay, your face is frozen. It's going to feel weird when you start going to therapy and changing the way you're talking and changing the way you're dealing with people. It feels awkward, but like, that's okay. Be fearless. It's worth it. Um, We wanted to get back to the idea of like getting along and vibing with your therapist. So
1: if you're not vibing with your therapist, if you are in a situation where you've been there a few weeks and you realize, you know what, I'm not connected with this person. We've all been there. This happens a lot. You know what it is. Your gut will tell you. It may take you a little bit longer if you're one of those people who don't want to take up a lot of space and don't want to ruffle a lot of feathers. Or you don't want
0: to hurt the therapist's feelings.
1: It's not your job. You're paying them. Mm Mm-hmm. That was the other thing about not being friends with your therapist. You're not going to hurt anyone's feelings. And if you do, that's your therapist's business to to deal with. Not yours. That's the whole point of you going is to do what's right for you. Not be told what is, you know. Yeah. Not be told what you want to hear, but to do what is right by you. Yeah. So... If you're leaving because you're not vibing, not because the therapist isn't telling you what you want to hear, because across the board, they're probably all going to say the same thing. And if that's happening, that's definitely something you should probably look into for you. Mm. Is that it? They should be challenging
0: you. (laughs) They don't have, yeah. Mm -hmm. Therapy isn't
1: an easy thing. Therapy is just a place where it is about your things. So, that being said, if you're not vibing, start over. Go back and ask for, you know, I go to the intake and I did. I mean, I had to do this with one of my therapists. I stayed with her because I felt like I didn't have a choice. Like, oh, I finally got here. I finally found someone in the time slot that works for me and there are nobody time slot and I would have to drive another five miles, which in Los Angeles is a big deal. (laughs) Yeah. You have to make sure though, if you're working on your insides, this is also being uncomfortable a little bit enough to say and realize what's going on as part of your journey. So say something, you don't have to say it to your therapist, you can go back to the office and call during the office hours and say, this isn't where I need to try a new therapist, I'm not Mm -hmm. really vibing. They have done this before. This is, you You won't be the first one, you won't be the last one, but it's an important part of your journey to know exactly what you're about to do, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, yeah, I've, I've had to do it, I mean, it's not uncomfortable, but a quick text message saying, Hey, listen. I don't think we're vibing. I'm looking for something a little different. Therapist like, cool. See you. You know, see you never. (laughs) Like, it's 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 part of it. Like they know. Um, So what was the other part? So we have the vibing, the therapist. Therapist isn't your friend. How to get therapist? How to how to access some mental health care. Um, what other things?
0: I like the overarching thing is know that it's okay to be needing these sort of supports. Mm -hmm. You doesn't make you broken. It doesn't make you wrong. It doesn't make you too sick. Like, we can sometimes tell ourselves that, and especially depending on, like, your family's culture. Some families don't talk about feelings. Some families will not talk about things that are ugly or uncomfortable or terrible. Some people, when your family maybe reacts really strongly, if you have, like, a really big explosive family and it's really dramatic anytime there's a problem, then it can feel really scary to get into Mm -hmm. any sort of work like that. So recognize that, like, you're coming into a situation with whatever, like, history you have with it, Try and do your best to, like, battle those instincts that tell you to shut down or hide or avoid, like, bringing up a problem.
1: They're not there to manipulate you. Right. They're not there. They don't know you. <laughs> they're, they're not there. You're paying them. They, yeah. They're not there for that. This isn't the time in the 50s where they reported back to your husband what you said. You know, it's not like this. This is a safe space. That you have created for you.
0: Yeah, that's there for you. That it's
1: there for you. And I think, and then they go through it. They say the only time these sessions are private and the only time that they are. Yeah, like
0: confidentiality. So, and all that They're going to have, yeah. Is if
1: you are, they believe you're in immediate, was it immediate danger? It's imminent
0: danger. And then I don't want to get like, there's uh, mandated reporters. If like you, if we. Mandated reporters. So my. If we hear about child abuse, elder abuse, or dependent adult abuse, we have to make reports on that. hmm so that's the only time that your confidentiality should ever be breached. If there's an imminent safety concern or somebody else's safety is at risk, and they do take Otherwise, notes. It's, yeah,
1: they do take notes, and if a court, you know, has that requested those records, it's only, only the it's a subpoena only, and it's only about that subject matter. So yeah. you're it's so far like you have to understand like none of this is this is really about you. This is a very okay. safe space. Yeah. And um, if you're not facing any of those things, you're in a good place to start working on you. And that honestly, in a lot of the body positive journey that I've been on, a good part of body positivity was recognizing, for me, it was personal injury. Mm -hmm. It wasn't, yes, there's the journey of being larger and plus size in a community and in a world that isn't always tolerant or accepting, is very judging about where I am in the journey and what I should be doing. And God, if I hear one more time, like, you should lose weight because you'd be so much prettier you'd be prettier if you lost weight that f- still fucking pisses me off but that's not what this is about my journey started because of personal injury because i was so foreign inside my body that i couldn't even like figure out i couldn't talk to friends my relationships with everyone around me was suffering i had an eating disorder i couldn't and that had nothing to do with being large that had everything to do with just my relationship, the amount of stress in my life. body, yeah. and yes, and having that time to sort of set aside. It's very encouraging. And culturally speaking, like I said at the very beginning, it, in a lot of cultures, says, why do you need to talk to a therapist? You have family, yeah, because you are my family, and because I love you, and I want to continue to support you, and I want to continue to love you. This is important for me to do. And if you're, you know, there's some, I, you may have to do this
0: undercover. I know it sounds so weird. That's another factor of like, let's say you do have insurance. You have great insurance, but it's through your family. And you're worried about your family finding out maybe your parents are aggressively anti-therapy or you went through something that you don't want to share with your parents. That is another reason that you might go. You can still go to a sliding scale clinic. You can still use some play, something like Talkspace. Talkspace does require a credit card, I believe. Um, but then don't be afraid if there is another safe adult, if you have like an aunt, an uncle, an adult sibling, like utilize those resources. Um, things complicate it, but these are barriers, not like end of the line stuff. Like don't be afraid to get through it. If you feel like the only people that you can connect with and trust with are like strangers on a podcast on the internet, like feel free to reach out. Like we, uh, within reason, within reason. I can't. We can't. She's. Fix she's. I she was like, yeah. Well, I want. She's I, I already. Just want...
1: Well, you're already pretty stretched thin. So okay, i like, this is where fair. my protection goes.
0: <laughs> okay, but I love you. We love you. You we deserve do. to be healthy. You deserve.
1: You're worthy. You're worthy yeah. of this time. You're worthy of self love. You're worthy of, your experience is 100% your experience. And if you find yourself constantly repeating and identifying with an experience, you're not identifying with your life. You're identifying with an experience that is a part, a small part of your full life. Mm -hmm. And these are maybe signs, I guess, to say that maybe you're more. If you know that you're more and you're fighting to be seen more and you're fighting that, this is someone who's going to help you. This is an ally. And so this, I know this is like a pro-therapy podcast, but it's more about like, what resources do you have? How did you, we, we get, you know, how did you get started? I want to do this. I want to do that. Well, the big thing is making peace with you. It's a huge part, you know, not needing outside things to make you complete. This is very much an inside out project. Mm-hmm. And you know,
0: I like that. It's an inside out
1: project. My person's <laughs> like, what happened? No, I, we, we care. We care a lot about the people that listen to us. We, you know, we talk to a lot of our listeners pretty frequently and they've been really wonderful and we thank you guys so much. But at the same time, we want you guys to have only the best for you. Yeah. And since we can't work with you all individually, I mean, we're hoping for that. We're hoping to have workshops. Yeah, that's where we're going. And speaking events and various other things. We're hoping to have that very soon. But we can't work with you individually like that right now. What and, we can do is offer you the resources and the benefit of our knowledge.
0: And ultimately, like, you are the expert. You are your own person. Mm-hmm. We, like, you're all re- like we're all responsible for ourselves. But we are here to be your cheerleaders. We're here to remind you that it's okay to, like, stumble. It's okay to get things wrong sometimes. As long as we are working towards... Well, and it's okay to... Even if you're not working towards something, it's okay to get things wrong. But we believe in you. We believe that you can... Make those changes to take care of yourself, whatever it is. We know that you deserve that and we love you very much. We do. And we believe... I love all of you. (laughs) I'm serious. Anytime, like, when people respond and, like, they have nice things to say that it speaks to her very deeply I am I am a therapist to connect to people I am doing this to connect to people to like make the world a better place I believe from the bottom of my heart that like a little bit of empathy and compassion literally will change the the whole world so this is my way of doing that and to like reassure you even though I don't know who you are that I'm talking to I fucking love you I think you're amazing I want good things for you I want you to know that you deserve amazing things I have nothing to add to that we love you yes thank you bye bye